T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Is broadcasting live from the Lou Backroad Chevrolet Studios. Lou Backroad Chevrolet with two convenient locations, Papano Beach and Coconut Creek. No one sells Chevys for less. No one. Stop sacrificing taste for performance when it comes to sports nutrition. The BodyTech brand has flavors as mighty as you are, like cereal-inspired protein and more, all powered by leveled-up taste technology and only at the Vitamin Shop. Discover a huge selection of trusted supplements, including pre-workouts, aminos, BCAAs, and protein, all backed by a quality promise and engineered to help you activate your best body, no matter what level you're at. Ready to find out what you're made of? The BodyTech brand. No, no limits. If you came across a child struggling with hunger, how would you recognize them? By their clothes. Their age. The way they speak. Hunger can be hard to recognize. Learn why at IamHungerInAmerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America. 200 food banks strong. Do you have an injury that keeps you from doing what you love? The all-pro staff at Miami Orthopedics and Sports Medicine Institute is home to doctors like Thomas San Giovanni, a foot and ankle orthopedic surgeon and medical director of the Miami Marathon and Half Marathon. But you don't need to be a professional athlete to go where the pros go. Contact Miami Orthopedics and Sports Medicine Institute by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho and get back to doing the things you love. At BMW, we didn't make just one SAV. We made the ultimate range of SAVs. And because each of the seven X-Range sports activity vehicles flawlessly balance dynamic power, spacious size, and sleek design, you can choose from a fleet that fits perfectly into your life. Like the versatile X1, which has adaptable suspension that makes it easy to conquer any road. Or the X3, which has an unbelievably spacious interior while also delivering agile handling and performance. Then there's the X7, which is the culmination of comfort and luxury in the biggest BMW ever created. We're confident that no matter who you are, no matter where you're going, no matter what's next, there's an X to take you there. Through March 31st, come see our full range of 2020 BMW Sport Activity vehicles and test drive one today. Visit BMWSFL.com for details. 
One little rhino's first breath marked the birth of new life and the birth of a new hope. Join San Diego Zoo Global Wildlife Conservancy at endextinction.org to follow little Edward's journey as he helps to bring an entire species back from the brink of extinction. If you're in the market for a new car, there's only one place to go. Lou Backroad Mazda Coconut Creek. Their team of professionals will treat you like family and help you find the new Mazda vehicle that fits your style and budget. From the Mazda 3 and Mazda 6 to their incredible line of SUVs. Stop in for a test drive and find your new Mazda today. Conveniently located just south of the Sawgrass Expressway on 441 or online at MazdaCoconutCreek.com. Lou Backroad Mazda Coconut Creek. They'll treat you like family. Okay, it's almost opening time. Got to email photos of this season's line. As a business owner, you've got a million things to think about. I can't forget about that video conference later. Dealing with second-rate cable internet shouldn't be one of them. But I did switch to AT&T Internet for Business, so I've got this. AT&T Internet for Business gives you 99.9% .9 reliability, so you can focus on running your business. Really need to update the website and figure out whatever that was. And even if the power suddenly goes out or if a construction worker accidentally cuts your cable line, your internet stays connected on our wireless network with AT&T Internet Backup. All right, it's go time. Choose fast, highly reliable AT&T Internet for Business and get a $100 AT&T Visa reward card. Go to att.com slash business internet or call 855-433-5700. 855-433-5700 or visit an AT&T store today. The AT&T Visa reward card is issued by the Bank Corp Bank pursuant to a license from Visa USA Inc. and can be used everywhere Visa debit cards are accepted in the United States, U.S. Virgin Islands, and Puerto Rico. No cash access. The Bank Corp Bank member FDIC. In the 70s, we danced to this. In the 80s, we rocked out to this. And today, it's this. Who knows what the future of music will bring? But the future health of your teeth will be protected with Crest Proactive Defense Toothpaste. It shields and defends against potential issues to future-proof your whole mouth, no matter what music comes next. Crest. Healthy, beautiful smiles for life. What's in store this week at your local Staples? Custom print promotions that will help your business bloom. If you're looking to grow your business, Staples can help by printing custom marketing materials. Select products printed same day when you order by 2 p.m. And now at Staples, get 25% off flyers, brochures, postcards, or direct mail services when you spend $50 or more. Bring your designs to life this spring at Staples, where there's a whole lot more in store. Ends 4420, see store or staples.com slash March print deals for details. This is 560 The Joe. WQAM Miami. WPOW HD2 Miami. WKIS HD2 Boca Raton. A radio.com sports station. Home of the Miami Dolphins, Miami Hurricanes, and Florida Panthers. Powered by Anajar and Levine Accident Attorneys. Call 1-800-747-FREE. That's 1-800-747-3733. No, no. The latest headlines from the GEICO Update Center. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. The Miami Dolphins continued their signing spree this free agency, this free agent period by bringing in former Patriot Center Ted Karras, son of former Detroit Lion and Webster great Alex Karras. He's going to replace Daniel Kilgore. Excuse me, that'd be grandson. Yeah, that would be kind of weird if it's father's actually still playing. Anyway, Philip Rivers will play in Indianapolis next season while Tom Brady's expected to sign with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. In addition to this, Nick Foles has been traded from Jacksonville to Chicago. The Miami Martins are committing $1 million to ballpark employees affected by the coronavirus pandemic. 
Miami Heat guard Tyler Hero recently tweeted at model Katela Elise Henry, what are you doing? She replied, quarantine and chill. To date, no Heat players have tested positive for coronavirus. So Tyler Henry, Tyler Hero, eh, you might want to look out there. $8.5 billion have been lost on sports betting due to March Madness being canceled, and Vegas is expected to lose $500 million a month during the coronavirus shutdown. And finally, for the fourth time in school history, Kansas has finished number one in college basketball at number two, Gonzaga, three, Daytona, and four was the Florida State Seminoles. The NCAA does not plan to award a national championship trophy. Now on to weather, brought to you by HyaliaPark.com. It's currently 78 degrees, partly cloudy skies. Visit Hylia Park Casino every Saturday to win your share of $10,000 in giveaways. The drawings are all day long and it's free to enter. Visit HyaliaPark.com for more details. I'm Danny G, the Sports Bomber, and you're listening to Hurricane Hotline with Joe Zagaki and Don Bailey Jr. right here on 560 The Joe. It's Hurricane Hotline on the home of the U. AM 560 and FM 96.5 HD2 WQAM. Driven by Williamson Cadillac. For value, style, and performance, visit Miami's premier luxury dealership. Click WilliamsonCadillac.com now. Here's Don Bailey Jr. and the voice of the Hurricanes, Joe Zagaki. All right. Hello, everybody, and uh, welcome to the Hurricane Hotline. And uh, delighted that you are with us here tonight. On a different kind of hurricane hotline, Joe Zagaki, Don Bailey Jr. We are in the middle of March, and uh, everything is upside down, so we're there with you. And uh, we're going to be here tonight until 8 o'clock. University of Miami Athletic Director Blake James is going to be with us here in a moment. We'll go over some of the things happening with the University of Miami. Uh, we did have a week of spring football. Don was there for that. We'll talk about spring football. Baseball has been canceled uh, we have Aaron Fitt coming on with us from D1 Baseball. He'll talk about the ramifications of the college baseball season. And uh, Louis Figenbaum from the University of Miami Health and Wellness is also going to be with us. We are here in the studio, and uh, usually Don and I are side by side, shoulder to, almost shoulder to shoulder. But tonight he's way over on the other side of the table. It's actually, it's How actually you doing like over you're there? on the north side and I'm on the south side. <laughs> so. We, we might are, be calling a football game like that. This we year. might be calling a football right. game like this if we ever get through this. But yeah. right now it's going to be one day at a time. And uh, we're going to march forward and hopefully we get through this uh, all together, uh, listening to the things that we're supposed to do, uh, keeping the proper distance, going through the proper hygiene. Hopefully we get through this. And then uh, a couple of months from now, we'll be talking about a football game. But for tonight, uh, trying to get our arms around, no pun intended here, our arms around uh, this subject and how it is affecting University of Miami athletics and college athletics. And uh, so that's what our attempt will be here tonight. I'm, uh, I'm glad to be here with you, Joseph, and there is a lot going on. And I think now uh, this country and, of course, our Hurricane fans have, will, will be so excited to have sports back. They didn't realize how much they loved it and how much they miss it. You are, of course, a small business owner mm -hmm. and are being, uh, like many, adversely affected by this. Perhaps we'll mm -hmm. devote a couple of minutes later in the show to small businesses and what people like you are going through mm -hmm. uh, to discuss that. So maybe we'll have some time. But I know this is a good diversion for you right now. I couldn't be happier. And as we <laughs> get ready to bring on University of Miami Athletic Director Blake James, what we are working on 
uh, is classic University of Miami football games. So we're scrambling around here tonight. We, we hope we hope to bring you a classic game on Saturday afternoon at 12 o'clock. Well, a classic game that was a most recent classic game, uh, Notre Dame. And we're, we're working on that. So we got uh, hopefully we'll be able to put it all together uh, because we're on skeleton staff here. And if we can, we'll announce that and uh, bring uh, that kind of uh, joy on Saturday afternoon. All right, with us right now is University of Miami Athletic Director Blake James. Blake, good evening. Uh, how are you? And thanks for being with us. I'm great. How are you guys doing tonight? We are we are good. It's good to see Don. We're in good health. We're in good spirits. We had a good attitude. We're we're um, moving forward. And most importantly, as I heard at the start, you guys are using proper social social distancing. So that's a key. And uh, appreciate uh, you guys putting that effort forward to help end COVID nineteen for all of us. Well, you know, Blake, I'm part of my job is measuring things, measuring floors. So I made sure I brought my tape measure in and and got the distance correct between Joe and I this evening. <laughs> that's good. I appreciate it. Uh, you know, we probably. Uh, Blake, before we dive into uh, all the things that uh, you are faced with at the University of Miami and what you're doing uh, for the athletes, we probably should also mention one of the target groups that we are are trying to talk to a lot are the young people, uh, whether they are uh, students, student athletes, or those that are recently graduated. Uh, the the young, the millennials, perhaps uh, a little bit healthier, or so they think, uh, but that's kind of a group that a lot of people are targeting right now to get a message to. Yeah, no, it really is. And I think we all have to recognize the severity of the situation that we're dealing with. And while it may impact different age groups differently, uh, I think most importantly, we have to all take this serious and help this, uh, our country uh, fight this and, and be able to move on and, and get back to, I, I guess what I'll say we viewed as normal uh, because the new normal uh, seems to be changing every day. Like, how do you, what, what is your protocol been? I mean, this is something new for every athletic director in the country and every sports program in our nation. And, and normally, I guess, when things occurred, you always had your own personal resources and you could go talk to, to this person or that person and, and get an idea of how to handle it or somebody that can give you a historic perspective. Every day is brand new. How are you managing that? Well, there's a lot of conversations going on. I think one of the great things we benefit with at the University of Miami is our very experienced emergency response team. And then when you look at our, our leader, President Frank, you have someone who's uh, this is his this is his cup of tea. I mean, this is uh, these are the types of things that he's used to dealing with, has experienced in the past. You know, has been part of the uh, the, the World Health Organization, uh, and is someone who is is perfect to uh, be leading our university at this time. And then you couple that with and. Uh, very experienced emergency response team that is used to dealing with hurricanes, not with pandemics. But again, I think just having that structure there and that, that team uh, together and, and dealing with these types of issues has been real helpful to me. And, and obviously I'm very appreciative to, you know, be, a, be able to be a part of that. Ironically, I'm jumping on a call with them uh, as soon as we finish here, we have a call tonight at six 30 and, you know, have calls on most nights. And again, part of it is just so much of, of what we know continues to change. And so, just as you you know look back, um, you know just using athletics as an example, you know initially it was we were going to have competitions. Then it went to we were going to have competitions without fans, and then it went we were not going to have competitions at all. And and it just continues to evolve and change every day. And 
you know, I, I talk with our coaches, or our staff, and I, I start every conversation with anything I say right now may have changed. This is what it was when we started this conversation, and it may change that at the end of the at the end of this call. It may change within the hours. It may change within days. But I think we just all have to be uh, understanding that uh, the, the new normal uh, can change on us daily, and, and that's in a lot of ways what it's been. And so it's just really been working with all our different groups and and trying to put the health and well-being of our students in, in the best in, in the best light possible. And um, what that means is going to be different for uh, different individuals, and, and it's going to be different at different schools. And so as we talk with you know, the schools in the ACC, some of them are taking uh, different approaches than, than what we're taking as an institution. When you talk with schools across the country, uh, you see that same thing. And so a lot of conversations with uh, colleagues across the country and, and colleagues in, in our conference and, and just really keeping the uh, lines of communication open and getting a better understanding of what everyone's doing and why and, and how does it apply to our situation. Blake, a week ago today we were in uh, North Carolina, uh, Greensboro, for the ACC basketball tournament. Uh, baseball was uh, getting ready to go to Virginia Tech. Uh, football had a week off. It was spring break. Here we are a week later. Uh, as you mentioned, things are changing rapidly. Where where are you or where are all the student-athletes and what do they do now? Well, you know, I think the first thing I'd say, Joe, is just, you know, you look at the changes. They get, so we're on Wednesday night. Last week on, on Wednesday night at 5.15, I had the call that said we were going to no longer have fans at the ACC tournament. Even at that time, I don't know that I, I could have, if you would have said, what's, hey, what's something crazy is going to happen, what is it? I don't know that I would have gotten to the point where we are today when you look at, you know, all the leagues are shut down, you know, all the different things we've uh, postponed, put off. Um, and, and so, again, it's just something that continues to change. Um, what we're doing with our students has continued uh, to change. A lot of them, honestly, now are, are you know, going home, uh, but we do have some uh, staying with us on campus, whether those uh, may be international students um, uh, or students that just feel the staying on campus is just a, a better environment for them for whatever reason. Uh, so we have a handful of, of student-athletes that are, are staying on campus, and I know a handful of students across um, the student body that will stay on campus. Uh, but most of them are going home, and then it's just you know, trying to figure out um, how we continue to operate most effectively as a unit. We initially had, a, I guess I'll say, a practice of uh, work, remote, work remotely last Friday, and then we had the uh, decision that, that went out that we were going to take that approach uh, going forward. And so uh, this week, uh, while I've been in the office, the, I guess I'll say 90% of my staff has, has been working remotely. And, and I'll say so far, so good. I think uh, uh, we've managed very well. And again, as I've, as I've used the, uh, the term <laughs> a number of times already, you know, starting to recognize this may be the new norm for a while. Blake, when you, you talk about the student athletes that decided to stay on campus at the University of Miami, um, the hard, cold truth is some of them don't have a – this is their home. They don't have a home to go to. So so how do you manage that with the feeding of them and the training tables and uh, making sure that their home on campus is as is, is normal as can be? Well, and again, Don, I think that goes back to what I said about the, the experienced emergency response team we have. And so when you look at, you know, our partners on campus, um, you know, Pat Whiteley and, and the great job that, that she does – um, these are all situations that we've been through as an institution. Now, not again, not a pandemic, but having to um, take care of, of certain groups, you know, whether that's kids who stay during hurricanes or, or whatever the situation is. And so 
kind of having that structure and experience in place has been, a, I think, a, a real win for us as a campus. And in a lot of ways, I think, you know, credit the, you know, the campus leadership overall has made this, um, I guess I'll say, a, a very smooth transition, uh, you know, from, from my perspective. So, uh, again, it's, it's looking at each situation. Again, you, you look at, you know, certain students and, and they don't want to go home because of, you know, the situation that it may be in their country for, you know, their country or just being at home. This is just a, a better spot for them. And, and this is where they want to stay. And like I said, we have a handful of those that are staying here and we're going to make sure they have the best experience possible. Blake, uh, had to be difficult the other day. I know originally it seemed like baseball and the spring sports were, uh, I guess, suspended indefinitely. But the other day, uh, obviously, ACC, NCAA uh, ended uh sports for this remaining remainder of the school year how difficult was that for your coaches your players and then we'll get into some of the eligibility issues in a moment you know joe i think when the initial shock went that we were suspending everything um you know i think there's a lot of disappointment and understandably so and there's probably still disappointment today so i don't want to say that it goes away but i think as we went through it and you saw the dominoes falling across the country and different things that were happening from again the professional league shutting down to uh, just the, the things going on within the state, that when that decision was made on, on Tuesday morning, I don't think there was a real surprise um, from any of our, from many of our, at least in our coaches, and, and I hope that not any of our students, uh, because I think uh, with the suspension, I think, again, it was a disappointment, and you're thinking, okay, can we do something? But again, just as, as those days went from, uh, I think, what was that? That was, I want to say Thursday, the days are all running together, so yeah. from from last Thursday or uh, Friday, whichever day it was, to to Tuesday, uh, again, I, I think I think a, peop- a lot of people realized where this was going, and I don't think there was I don't think there was a lot of surprise when we we made that announcement. Blake, when you you talk about the the seniors, how is has it been finally decided on how you're going to handle the seniors that have basically lost their senior year? It hasn't yet. That's something that uh, we're working on nationally. I, I think, you know, it was the NCAA came out and, and put a, a mandatory dead period in place for all recruiting, which I thought was was very needed. And then they added the other piece and, you know, of adding the extra year eligibility and, and it didn't have a lot of definition to it. And so that's what's really being worked through right now is, is how is that going to how is that going to work and, and not impact um, the the young people that are coming in and, you know, and how do you, how do you fit this in and, and make it, uh, uh, make it the best experience for all possible. And, and I don't know where that ultimately will, you know, will end up. Um, I think the other side, you know, to look at is, is obviously this has been uh, a, a big disappointment for a lot of people. I know there's, there's seniors in high school right now that are disappointed their senior year is not going to end and they're going to go on with, you know, missing so many things that are part of their senior year in high school. Um, I know there's other kids on campus that, uh, you know, we're looking forward to, you know, certain things. And so where this ends, I'm not sure. I think personally for me, I'd like to see it where we give our seniors another year of eligibility. And uh, we didn't count them against roster numbers. We didn't count them against financial aid. Um, I think it may end up uh, there, but uh, it's still, uh, I guess I'll say, um, too early, even though I think this will move very fast, too early to tell exactly where we'll end up on this one. Baseball, would that, I guess, I don't know, baseball because of the scholarships, is that – one of the more complicated sports. You have juniors that want to that could be leaving to go to the draft, right? Or seniors that maybe want to stay uh, because, as Don mentioned, didn't get their senior. I don't. I, it seems like it's going to be a, Joe, a big jigsaw puzzle. And that's where, 
yeah, and that's where it gets challenging because if if you do it where you say, okay, everyone gets a everyone gets another year, um, then it's then it's one scenario that plays out. If you do it where you say, hey, seniors get another year. So you look at our baseball team. Uh, I think you'd have you have three, um, and you can help me with this, Joe. I think probably uh, Van Bell, Kaiser, and and um, uh, what's the third one I'm thinking of? Is is Curtis a senior? I, um, I think they're. You know what? I think they're just – Don't look at Don no, Bailey. <laughs> I'm trying to <laughs> – I can't help you either of you. Kaiser might be like a red shirt. I guess I think they're what, only... I, what I would say is, you know, if you look at the numbers, again, if you have – if it's two or three and, and maybe there's four and I'm missing one, if I did, I, I apologize. If I got a name wrong, I apologize on that as well. But I guess my point being, I think it, that one's a little bit easier to manage than if you do it across the board because then, then you have, you know, freshmen coming in next year. and What is that roster – you know, not only what does that roster number look like next year, but what does it look like for four or five years down the road? And then how does that financial aid number work? And so, again, those are all things that I, ha- I think have to be worked out. And and uh, honestly, I don't know where it's going to end up. I know there's a lot of different thoughts out there on it, uh, you know, both from a, a conference level and nationally as to, to what the right formula is. And so uh, I know there'll be, um, you know, a number of conversations on that. But I think most importantly, we got to get to a definition of what it's going to be, so these young people know and, and can make you know make the dis- necessary decisions they need to make about their future. Because I, I do think there's some that are, are probably ready to move on to a job or have a job lined up, and there's some that would say, "Hey, if I get another year, I'm going to come back and uh, uh, play." And you know, it's a sport like baseball, a guy might look at it and say, "Well, let's see how I get drafted this year. If I don't get the right draft spot, maybe I want to come back for another." So, uh, again, I think there's a lot to uh, be ironed out and. Uh, uh, Hopefully we'll we'll end up in in the in the best spot possible. I I, I feel I know that we'll be doing something. I, I just don't know where it's going to end up. In recruiting uh, for all sports, no travel for recruiting. Obviously, I guess uh, is that FaceTime or texting, is, or is it all dead period now? So during a dead period, you can have phone calls and you can do text messages and you can do mailing. So our coaches can still be in contact with recruits in a, in a dead period. They just can't be on the road and they can't have kids visiting campus, whether that's on unofficial or official visits. And so um, that's really the um, the easy breakdown of a, a dead period is is no no recruiting off campus and no having and you can't have any type of visitors on campus, whether those are unofficial or official visitors. And, Blake, when you're looking at the lost days, I guess it was 10 or 11 lost days of spring football, are, has there been discussion on are, is that going to pick up uh, in maybe in an early-type summer session? Are they going to add that into the fall? Or Because I know some teams had more than others, or is it, it is what it is, and when we report for camp August 1st, everything starts August 1st again. I guess I'll say any of the above. Uh, again, I think that's what Don. Uh, those are those are all all uh, ideas that I've heard shared. You know, Manny and I have have spoken about it. Um, I uh, actually, ironically, just sent a letter or not a letter, an email to President Frank tonight um, on the topic as well. It, it's something that I think after we figure out our previous topic, how we how we handle eligibility, uh, you know, the additional year of eligibility that the NCA uh, put out. Um, I think next is is how do we how do we handle uh, spring ball and, and recognizing some schools may have gotten close to 15 days and some schools may have gotten none. And, you know, they have a bunch of schools somewhere in between. We were at four and, you know, that means we had 11 more practice sessions we, we, we missed out on uh, taking advantage of. And so how does that incorporate into how we move forward? And I guess I'll say that's probably next on the list after we figure out the eligibility issue. Yeah, we, we have really 
Uh, we have no idea where this thing is going, how long it's going to take uh, to clear up. Uh, so I know that uh, you, the University of Miami, uh, the conference, the ACC, the NCAA, uh, you'll have a lot of work to figure out the right solutions for the fall. Hopefully we get to the fall healthy, but we have no idea where this thing is going. So it's going to make it very complicated as the months unfold. No, and that's, and that's the hard part, Joe. It, it'd, be, it'd be great if we can look at it and say, okay, it, it's, it's going to be a window of, of X, and, uh, and, and we could then plan. I, I think that's, that's the unknown. And, and you know, as, as we you know, talked about at the, the, at, the, at the start of the conversation here, you know, part of it's going to be everyone doing their part. And, uh, uh, you know, obviously, you know, we're, we're encouraging you know, all of our fans to, you know, to take this serious, to, to be smart, to, to stay healthy, uh, to listen to the recommendations of, of the uh, government officials because they're in, in touch with the people who uh, have a, a real understanding of, of what this all means and, and what we need to do to end this as, as soon as possible uh, within our country and hopefully doing is, uh, is uh, causing as little uh, uh, damage through as, as possible. And so, um, again, just would encourage everyone uh, who's listening to, you know, really heed the the advice of, of, of the experts and uh uh, be in line with what's asked of all of us, Blake. And some of our final thoughts here: when you're when you're talking to your staff, because I mean you're responsible for all of the coaches, and are they able to come into the office and game plan? Is or is the place basically been evacuated as far as the Heck Center goes? Well, the way we're taking the approach as, as an institution is: if operationally they can do their job from home, we want them to be at home. If operationally they need to be in the office, then we want them to be in the office. Uh, and, and so to answer your question, Don, it, it could be that they're home the majority of time and maybe have to come in occasionally. And uh, it could be that they're in uh, quite a bit of time. And, and at the same time, it could be that they're home quite a bit of time. And so it's going to vary from individual to individual and area to area. Uh, but the, the, the basic premise is if, operate, if you can operationally do your job from home, uh, let's have you at home. If operations need to be in the office, then let's have it in the office. We're going to continue to operate as an organization. Uh, we're going to continue to operate as an athletic uh, program. And, uh, you know, I'll say I think our, our staff and, and our coaches have done a – I think we might have lost them. I think we did. I think we did. I'm oh, still here. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah now we can. We lost yep. you a little bit there, Blake. Okay. I'm sorry. I don't know where you lost me, but uh, – <laughs> um, We'll ask I'll a new question. We'll get started. There's no question. Well, no, we know you got to yeah. go. I'm just going to leave you with this. Uh, you can reflect back on this, and maybe uh, for for a moment, uh, we can all have a little joy. But we are efforting here at the station, and of course, we're on a bit of a skeleton staff as well. And uh, so we're going to try to make this happen on Saturday. A replay of Miami and Notre Dame, which was a great night for the University of Miami. That was one of the one of the uh, truly special nights in in hurricane football. I've been blessed to be at uh, a number of great games from back in the uh, uh, 90s at the Orange Bowl to uh, the games at Hard Rock Stadium, and uh, that one would definitely go down as uh, uh, I'll say my favorite at Hard Rock, and uh, right up there with my favorites all time. So it, uh, it'll be an, an exciting game to listen to. All right. Well, thank you for taking the time to join us and uh, give us some insight on what's going on with. Uh, the athletes of the University of Miami. I know a week ago they were all over the scattered across the country, and that had to be a hell of a job trying to bring them all together and figure that out. Uh, so thanks for taking the time to join us and uh, stay safe. We hope to talk to you here in the near future, and hopefully we'll have better news in a couple of weeks. Yeah, you guys stay safe as well, stay healthy, and uh, I look forward to seeing you both soon.
Okay, Blake, thank you. Have a good evening. All right. Have a good night. Our University of Miami Athletic Director, uh, Blake James, joining us. And as I mentioned a week ago, we were in North Carolina. He and I were at the uh, uh, basketball game on Tuesday night. We were watching uh, Carolina and Virginia Tech play. At that time, it looked like, well, are they going to play this tournament? Miami played the next day. So we played in front of fans. And then it was, there are going to be no fans. And then it's going to be, there's no games. And there's no season. And so this, but from his perspective, remember, they had athletes at track in one part of the country. They had baseball in one part of the country. Basketball. Basketball. You got to reel them all back in. Yeah. Got to get them home. Got to get them now. And, you know, you're talking about these athletic departments also with no revenue. There's no revenue coming in, Joseph. When they're, you know, I mean, I don't know how they're going to handle the TV contracts and, and, and all the things that have been negotiated. So that's a whole nother. That's a whole nother story in its own right. But you, if you're not playing and you're, it's not on television, um, you know, that's why I think, you know, at one point I thought, well, maybe spectator free would be the, the, the way to go. And then, of course, the decision was made that that's not what they're going to do as well. But, you know, now it's it's disintegrated. Yep. All right. When we come back uh, or still to come in this uh, portion of the show, Louis Figenbaum is going to join us, senior associate athletic director. Uh, performance, health, and wellness. He'll talk a little bit more about how the University of Miami is taking care of some of their athletes and also uh, what you can do uh, out there, perhaps uh, the weekend warrior or whatever the case might be. Uh, We'll talk with Louis Figenbaum about that. Don and I will talk about uh, football, even though, well, we got to talk about football. Of course we do. You know, the NFL is talking about football. You were at spring practice for a week. Well, I went to every one. We're going to take the approach that we're going to get through this and uh, we'll come out uh, the other end, and we'll have football. That's the, the approach. We're going to be positive. And, Joe, well, the, the fact is we are going to come through this, right? I mean, yeah. th- that's what this deal is. Yeah, I mean, we're early we're, on. We're early on in the fight. Early on in the fight, and you just keep fighting. All right, so we'll take a break. We'll continue uh, right here on WQAM 560, The Joe. All right, let me talk to you for a moment about Williamson Cadillac. Now, these are tough times, obviously. Perhaps these are uh, the times that you're going to say, you know, not interested, not in a car-buying mood. They understand that. They, they certainly get that. Williamson Cadillac, Ed Williamson has been here for 52 years, been here through all the crisis. His dealerships come out, uh, been supportive, come out the other side. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.